award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad y'all are tuning in. Thanks for uh, joining us, and uh, thanks for tuning in on the radio. Uh, We appreciate our radio partners out there. Uh, If you're listening on iTunes, uh, you can find us out there on a lot of the podcasting platforms, and we're on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So we are all over the place, and we appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to this show. It's all about Tennessee Outdoors and what the TWRA is doing and, and even what's going on around us. So like today, we're, uh, we're, we're meeting the mountains. Uh, there's a Meet the Mountains Festival happening in uh, Johnson City, and we're going to learn about that today. Uh, it's a chance to bring all kinds of user groups together and, and uh, use the outdoors and enjoy the outdoors. So uh, my guests are Kayla Carter, uh, and she's with the Meet the Mountains Festival group, and then we have Mr. John Simmerly. Uh, he's with the BHA, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, and we've uh, met a few of those guys in the past on this show, and we're glad to have John with us. And then I've got Mr. Matt Cameron as my co-host. He's the Region 4 Information Specialist here, a uh, man of uh, a lot of knowledge here in East Tennessee, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get paid well, don't you? <laughs> you do. So uh, anyway, Matt's our, our uh, great guy, and he uh, helps us co-host here in Region 4 and pulls some of these shows together, and we appreciate him doing that. Glad to have you guys. Yeah, Glad to be here. Good to be here. Uh, we're going to learn about Meet the Meet the Mountains Festival, and Kayla is uh, the Outdoor Development Manager. Uh, I pulled this off the website, so you can fix it if it's not right. Northeast Tennessee Regional Economic Partnership. Tell us what that is real quick. <laughs> sure. It's a private-public partnership. Um, it's an economic development organization. So uh, about two years ago, they um, identified that the – the outdoors is one of those quality of life components that you know attracts talent, keeps talent to the area, and that's kind of where my job was born out of trying to, um, you know, figure out ways we can support and invest in outdoor recreation, and hopefully stemming from all of that, we'd have more people stay in the area to take up jobs and create jobs and put some more economic vitality into our region. So. Okay, awesome. And then this festival, Meet the Mountains, came out of of uh, the group you work with, I guess. Yeah, it's a, a project that we started to try to bring together our outdoor enthusiasts in the region so that we could um, kind of showcase all the different outdoor assets that we have and assets in terms of, you know, clubs and ways to get involved, but also assets as, as in our actual mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, and another part of our mission is just to promote healthy, active lifestyles. So that's why we partner with Ballad Health. Um, they're our presenting sponsor. Okay. And before we get too far, you talk about all the opportunities and, and bringing together the partners and things and what the mountains offer. We're going to have Jim Hibera with the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency come on toward later later in this show. So don't don't leave us. And uh, he's going to tell us about some of the trout opportunities up, up in this area. So, yeah, so stay with us. This is a whole show. Don't leave us. Um, so the festival is August 24th through the 20 or 23rd through the 24th that mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming up pretty quick. And, um, at Founders Park. So just give us a little overview real quick on what's going to happen. Sure. We've got um, several zones. We've got an air zone, a water zone, an earth zone. And within each of those zones, we have activities kind of related to each. So in the earth zone, you'll find um, a bike skills area. Mountain biking is becoming really popular in our area, especially with um, tannery knobs coming online and uh, people actually getting to go out and um, try out the park. So we'll have group rides going up there uh, as a little bit of offsite activity. And then uh, in the water zone, we've got a big demo 
pool. You can try out kayaking and paddle boarding. Um, in the air zone, we'll have a zip line this year. That's new. Cool. So we'll also have some other things like yoga. So the air zone's kind of that catch-all zone for some of the, you know, we'll have rock climbing, things that you kind of do in the air. Oh, no airplanes? No. no. no flying. Okay. We did have some people ask us if we could do some drones, but um, I don't know. We'll figure out we'll figure that out later. We're going to focus on, Let's you know, stay away from electronics yeah. on this festival. <laughs> Even though we use a lot of electronic devices to get this information out. Um, yeah, this is a come out and experience nature kind exactly. of festival, and there's a lot to offer. Unplug. Get yeah. outside. Yeah. Up East Tennessee. One new zone we have this year is the Marketplace Zone. That's sponsored by Blue Ridge Outdoors. So we're really excited to have that partnership. And we'll have um, a silent auction and gear swap going on in there. So Tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. The gear swap, um, it, it's more like a yard sale. So people can come and bring their used gear and put their name on it and a telephone number and their price. And th people can kind of barter back and forth for some of their gear. Um and then the silent auction is actually called Gear for Good, and our local outfitters, Mahoney's Sports, um, puts that on. And all of the money they raise from that will go back to a nonprofit. So we're inviting the nonprofits that are involved in the festival to apply to get some proceeds from that nice. auction. What, um, is there anything that is off limits as far as the gear swap goes? Stuff that you don't need to bring? Mm, that's a good question. This is our first year doing it, so I'm sure we'll learn this year that we'll probably need to make some rules for the next year. But, um, I can imagine some people taking advantage yeah. of that. We're just going to see what happens this year. I've got this blender. No. <laughs> no, but it's, it's really a good way to uh, reduce that barrier to entry because outdoor recreation can be expensive for mm -hmm. folks. And so if you're, um, if you're given an opportunity to buy something used and try it out, as opposed to, you know, dumping a ton of money into something you're not too sure that mm -hmm. you, you want to do. Um, we felt like that's a good way for people to kind of get introduced to these different activities, yeah. which is another kind of component of the festival. We want to cater to those beginners, but also provide opportunities for the experts to get out there and compete too. That's so. a great way to, to mentor some new um, outdoors recreationists. Mm -hmm. You might have the experts there with the knowledge and some people yeah. wanting to get into it. And exactly. this brings everyone together, not yeah. through... Um, through electronic devices like we're right. getting so used to, but yeah. a physical face meeting to face. Mm -hmm. of people. Yeah. We really yeah. want to change the culture in the area. I think there are a lot of outdoor enthusiasts in, in Northeast Tennessee, but we really want to see more of that and more people um, advocating for public land and, and loving it and giving back to it. So, Cool. That's awesome. I wanted to, to highlight some of the, the different zones and what's going to be happening. You mentioned a few, but the, mm -hmm. you know, a chance to try out some paddle boards and kayaks and mm -hmm. the demo pool. Uh, one that I thought was cool was fly casting and tying. You know, that's mm -hmm. a big deal in up here, up here in Tennessee, up here East Tennessee. So, mm -hmm. uh, do you do you know who's going to be there doing those classes and, and um, teaching some of that? We've or? got several partners like um, Trout Unlimited. Usually, um, last year they did the fly casting, but this year they're going to do the fly tying. Okay. So we're trying to work with Project Healing Waters this year to do the actual casting. Cool. So good deal. Mm -hmm. And then uh, uh, the ultimate air dogs, that's in the air zone. Tell us about that. Oh, yeah, I can't believe I forgot that. That's like the most popular from last year. Last year was our first year, so this is the second year of the festival. But we, in our survey, everyone was saying they loved this ultimate air dogs piece that we had brought. And it's um, you can actually have your dogs compete in it as well. But most of the time people compete professionally and they travel around to, mm. you know, qualify um for for bigger shows and so they they actually have their dogs run out on a platform and see how far they can jump they, they'll throw a toy and they'll they'll go out into the water and okay and and grab it and so it's a competition cool. to see how far they can jump 
Yeah. It's a spectacle it is. to see yeah. in person how it's far these dogs So you've seen jump. this. Yeah, time or two. Mm. They're serious about it. You can get real close to the pool and the... Like when the dogs land, the water will splash you. The kids love it. Wow, so it's kind of like SeaWorld with Shamu. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll in the mountains, man. we got dogs splashing you. Yeah. Uh, it is a dog-friendly festival, so we really wanted people to come and uh, bring their, their kids and their dogs and yeah. have a good time. Cool. So. That's nice. awesome. Uh, one other thing, on the Earth Zone, I've seen these one-wheel demos, and I've seen these <laughs> these things. Uh, I see, saw one in Savannah just recently and uh and somewhere else i was uh, traveling to but anyway tell us about the one wheel deals what are those yeah they're um they're exciting i mean they're um uh, you know they're uh, i guess we would probably put them more in kind of a motor type of um i mean a motorsport category but they okay. um we have a local raft company um it's a USA Raft Adventure Resort, um, okay. and they've really harnessed the the power of these one wheels. And I mean, they're really it's gaining in popularity. So they're actually doing classes and things at their um, resort. So they wanted to bring a little bit of that to the festival too, and have people kind of try them out. And and they're fun. We see a lot of people zipping around town on them now, um, kind of like segways instead. You just on a little platform. It's kind of like you're riding a snowboard, but okay. there's one wheel below you, and you can tilt forward and that's how you move forward and if you tilt back that's kind of the stop but wow. it's interesting to figure out how to get on and off of it hopefully so. there's like a gimbal or something that keeps it you know, upright so. yeah, john's not, sure. not too sure about it <laughs> <laughs> uh, to break my neck i've seen some folks riding them it looks like it'd be a challenge but but fun if you could figure it out yeah. you know it might be cool to i mean it could be dangerous but taking one up through the mountains on some of these trails or something you know? really yeah, you can go off road do. with them They've Whoa. been doing a lot of those little trail rides with them up there at the resort. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, tell us about the music. There's going to be some music. Oh, yeah. So this year we've got two big headliners on Friday and Saturday. So we'll have Vintage Pistol on Friday, and music starts at 8 uh, each night. And then we'll have The Way Down Wanderers on Saturday. So we're really excited about that. What kind of music is that? I'm not familiar they, with those groups. Uh, I'm not the music connoisseur in our planning committee, uh, uh -huh. on our crew, but um, uh, we had a really um, good person working on that this year for entertainment, and I think she described them kind of as, as like indie indie rock. Um, cool, yeah. And, uh, you know, she was really trying to cater to a, a broader audience with the music and also make it kid-friendly as well. Sure. So Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is going to be a kid-friendly event, and it's going to be fun for all ages and all mm -hmm. all types of people so uh, the clinics you're going to be doing one one of the clinics you're going to be hosting one of those leave no trace tell us yeah. about that clinic um well it'll just be an awareness workshop so there's different levels i can get down into leave no trace so i'll try to be brief sure yeah, i can really fine, um, yeah. ramble off but um i'm uh, I, w I have my master educator um I've done the training for Master Educator, and so I can do training workshops, but I can also do awareness workshops, and those are better in public settings. So we'll just be touching surface level on all seven principles of Leave No Trace and um, just trying to create more awareness about how to be a responsible um, person in, in you know using our public lands. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of, we don't, we don't like to call them rules, but it's just best practices for, for when you're out there. And I don't think a lot of people really know or have been showed the, the proper ways to, you know, kind of recreate in the backcountry and mm -hmm. um you know mainly just 
you know, leave what you find and, you know, pick up after yourself are probably the, the two most important. And I think the one you guys probably think is the most important is um, respect wildlife, exactly. which is number six. So Number six. <laughs> yeah. Man, can we get that up to number one? No. So, so the, the way to remember it is you've your, got your antlers. So okay. this is six. Gotcha. And respect wildlife. Ah, okay. so, Clever. Yeah, yeah I was, that was, that was going to be my next point. You know, we, when you go in the woods, don't, don't leave your trash. Take it with you because, you know, these animals uh, can – ingest it and you know or whatever good, you know good point the video i sent you yesterday from uh oak ridge of the deer that had a tomato cage wrapped around its torso mm -hmm. and officer roy smith was able to tranquilize it and cut that cage off of it now i realize that somebody didn't intentionally do that but that's just an example of how animals can get caught in human-made products right, right. exactly yeah. i've exactly. been i've been hunting and uh we went coon hunting and there was a raccoon that we killed, and it had a Yoo-Hoo can on its hand. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So it tried to get the chocolate out of the Yoo-Hoo can, and it got stuck. So and it's it carrying been, that around? Yeah, it had been on there so long that it was silver where it had climbed trees with the can on its hand. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so. Good example. Yeah. Something as small as a can can mm -hmm. yeah, you think really that's, mess that's up an animal. Can, you know, somebody will pick it up, but <laughs> an animal might. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I've seen deer with six-pack rings around their <laughs> legs had a bear a few years ago with a cheese ball thing stuck over its head sounds oh, comical but it went geez. for like two weeks with that thing on its head and oh, almost started death it was mm. emaciated by the time shelly hammonds was able to dart it and get that off so wow just a few examples of yes, leave no trace uh, yeah please. take your trash out yeah <laughs> yes please. one cool thing we have a vendor actually doing a um she, she, she sells these um, soaps and things, but she's going to do a Leave No Trace shower uh, demo. You know, I saw that, and I wasn't yeah. sure what I was looking at. <laughs> so, yeah. outdoor shower, Leave No Trace. If you no want to wash yourself in the backcountry, if you're out there for, you know, yeah. several days, and, um, you know, she'll show you the best way to go about that. So. Cool. Interesting. <laughs> the G-rated. G yes. Right here. Okay, great. Just yeah. a demo, not a... <laughs> not, not yeah. an actual shower. All right. Yeah, that was a head scratcher. Yeah. Like, just making sure. Just like people start talking about... Cougars in Tennessee. If you Google that, just be ready oh, for what yeah. you may find out. Mm -hmm. Put put mountain lions yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. If you go looking. So let's uh, let's transition to, to John over here and and tell us uh, remind folks about uh, the backcountry hunters and anglers group and what y'all do. But then how you're you're a partner with with Meet the Mountains and things y'all are doing with this group. Okay, so backcountry hunters and anglers. Uh, we just became a chapter here in Tennessee a couple months ago. We broke off from. The southeast chapter. Okay. Um, so we've been around a little while, but as far as state chapter, just a couple of months. Um, our mission is basically to keep public lands in public hands. Yeah. So in doing that, you know, it's, you know, keeping an eye out for things being sold off and things being grabbed. Mm -hmm. But also we, we try to focus, especially here in the state, um, on conservation. Conservation's a big deal, yeah. Yeah, so whether it's game species or non-game species, we, we try to help out and do things that we can to, you know, keep animals on the landscape. Mm -hmm. So right now uh, we're helping TWRA and Trout Unlimited with a stream temperature monitoring program okay. for native trout species. Um, it's just a few of us, but, you know, it, every little bit helps. And that's kind of our as our our view on things is mm -hmm. get a few people here and a few people there and it'll make a big difference in the end. Absolutely. So whether it's 
monitoring temperatures for trout, whether it's counting bats or, you know, just whatever. We're willing to help out to do that conservation-wise. Now, partner-wise, it's getting with groups like Meet the Mountains and Trout Unlimited and all the mountain bike folks, all the horseback riding folks. All and, user groups, yeah. Yeah, basically trailhead diplomacy is what we call it because everybody uses the same trail. Mm. So everybody's got to like one another and get along because uh, right. you hear it all the time all those darn hunters or those darn <laughs> those darn horseback riders yeah, or, or sure. mountain bikers and everybody's out there to have fun and everybody needs to enjoy it so that's the whole partnership thing let's just get together and have a common goal which is public lands yeah. so that's that's kind of our deal for this area mm-hmm. and as far as the meet the mountains festival we're just glad that we were invited to help out and yeah we're just going to help out however we can we Mm -hmm. don't really have a a huge plan as far as well some what we're doing with the festival some folks may discover you through this and and become members of the group and and uh, like i said it's growing here in tennessee and got uh, members all across the state so yeah and i mean i know it's backcountry hunters and anglers but it's you know basically anybody that enjoys the outdoors the use of public land too yeah yeah i mean it's it's an advocate for public land so Mm -hmm. if you enjoy anything in the outdoors then we're here to help keep it public cool awesome mission and how could people find out more about your Uh, organization backcountry hunters and anglers is the website um you just type it in on google and it'll pop up and google and find anything right yeah pretty much uh as far as the tennessee chapter we have uh, we have a facebook group and then instagram and it's tennessee backcountry hunters and anglers um just type it in and find us there but okay it's a you know just a small membership fee and it it goes towards public land advocacy and then you know on the local level like i said we're trying to do a lot of conservation stuff cwd we're trying to help with that Mm -hmm. Uh, almost forgot about that but uh it's present tennessee now so we kind of gotta do what we can to mitigate it yeah so yep all right well we appreciate you being here with us um the uh, back to the uh, to the event. I want to make sure we get Jim in here before we run out of time. But Matt, you're going to have a trailer. Tell us what what the TWRA is going to be doing here at the uh, at the festival. Yeah, we've got a youth outreach trailer is what we call it, and has an airsoft shooting range set up inside it. And uh, you know, no no scary looking assault rifles. You know, I know a lot of people are anti that, but we're we're not want to teach kids how to shoot those, and we'll teach them how to use. Um, hunting type rifles with right. scopes on them and, mm-hmm. and just try to make marksmen out of them and hopefully promote them to get them out and go hunting Shooting sports yeah and then we have uh, an archery trailer as well or i'm sorry an archery exhibit that goes with that it's a uh, foam tipped arrows so everything i'm doing is is very safe uh, we're not putting anything in their hands that's going to injure them or someone else fun for all ages too I, absolutely what, what i find out is i set this stuff up and dad watches for a minute he's like Boy, get out of the way. Let me show you how to do that. <laughs> you know, then he can't hit it. You know, then he's up there. Yeah. You know, if, we were, if we were selling tickets on it, man, it'd be one of them $40 tickets just trying to hit that target by the time it's over with. Cool. So, yeah, if you want to come out and learn more about what we do, we're going to have a booth, and that's going to be fun. Some fun things yeah. for the TWRA out there. And it's going to be a, a big event. Once again, uh, it's Meet the Mountains Festival. It's free, no charge. Uh, make sure we get that in there August 23rd and 24th in Johnson City at Founders Park. So that's where you'll um, – uh, get involved with all the action there so um, there's a lot of things off-site and on-site so uh, check out the website uh, it's mtmfest.com so 
Anything else, Caleb, before we bring in Jim and... and uh... um, I'd just like to say, you know, we hope any proceeds from the festival, we can invest back into the outdoor industry and economy and support um, awesome work that, um, you know, groups like that Jonathan's involved in with mm -hmm. backcountry hunters and anglers. So as we continue to grow the festival, we hope to grow investment in those projects and things that people are doing out there already. So Cool. Giving right back. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I think Jonathan's going to slip out and Jim's going to come in. Uh, Kayla's going to stay with us and Matt's going to stay with us to chat uh, about fishing opportunities and see how this uh, festival ties in with uh, with fishing opportunities in the Upper East Tennessee. Yeah. And trout specifically. In particular, so. yeah. So, Jim, we appreciate you being with us today. Sure. Absolutely. Glad to be here. How long have you been with the agency? Real quick. Wow. It's uh, since 1998. So, what is that? Uh, Gosh. A little while. A little, a little while. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-one yeah. years. And your and your focus uh, is what? What's your main focus here for the agency? Well, now it's streams and rivers. Anything, any of those, whether it's cold water, warm water, cool water. But uh, my my history, I guess my my experience uh, primarily is wild trout or trout yeah, fisheries, trout. cold water okay. fisheries, cool. that sort of thing. Yeah. Well. Uh, you know, this Meet the Mountains Festival is is tying in a lot of fly casting and fly tying and fishing opportunities and talking about that so uh so what would you tell folks that are coming up to this area around johnson city where, where could they find some good trout fishing what kind of fish are they going to be chasing what species and that kind of stuff well and here in east tennessee we are just extremely fortunate to have a uh, a wealth and diversity of of trout fishing opportunities we've got everything from wild trout streams in the mountains that feature our native trout the brook trout uh, to stock streams, you know, that we provide fish for our hatcheries do uh, in the spring and in, in, some, in some cases in the fall. We've got six fantastic tailwater river trout fisheries like the, the Clinch and the South Holston and Watauga. We've even got a couple of reservoir trout fisheries that have, uh, you know, trout fishing opportunities year-round in those, including lake trout. And where else can you go in the southeast and catch lake trout? But uh, we've got that, and then uh, we've even got a few, uh, a couple of new, I should say, um, winter trout fishing opportunities in urban areas. So people that can't really get to or access some of these other ones, you know, they, they can have that opportunity to catch trout uh, almost on their doorstep. One's down in Knoxville, and we've got a new one that's going to start uh, this, this winter in, in Maryville. So lots of opportunities out there for any kind of, you know, any kind of trout angler. You know, it's primarily rainbow, brook, and brown trout. Those are our three species with the, the, the two two lakes that I mentioned that have uh, lake trout fisheries. So the brook trout is our only native, right? That's the only one that's actually native to Tennessee, yes. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of work on those in the past few years, trying to bring those back. We have, and we're really focusing on that now. We've helped in the past with projects, you know, that the, the Park Service has done, uh, a couple of their really big projects like Sam's Creek and... Uh, uh, that Lynn Camp prong that they did recently, but now we're kind of we're kind of emphasizing doing some of our own streams now. So we've got a couple that we've recently finished, a couple that are underway, and then we've got a set of streams that we're looking to to begin work on in the in the future as well. Okay, awesome. If you want to learn more about streams and and species of fish and things like that, tnwildlife.org is a great place to get that information. Uh, say if someone comes to this festival. Uh, they go to the fly casting water zone and they go to the, the clinic that's going to show them how to tie a fly and they're going to 
do all this and they're like man i want to go fishing on sunday or whatever day it is the next day and uh where would you tell them to go how would you tell them to get started well if you're if you're new i would probably go to one of our mountain streams you know those wild trout are are not that hard to catch they're opportunistic you know they they're 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 on kind of a limited food supply up there so they can't afford to be real picky Uh uh-huh so if you're just starting out your skills aren't that great you know you're working on those that would be a great place to go one of our wild trout streams uh, probably in Carter, Johnson County, Doe River up through uh, Roan Mountain State Park would be a fantastic one. We we stock some fish in there, but it's primarily a wild trout fishery for, for rainbow and brown trout. And uh, that's a great place to go. And you don't have to be an expert to be able to catch, you know, some fish on, I might have on a, a fly in there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should go, Matt. We need to go learn how, and we'll go do it, man. Right. What blows my mind is, is there are 110 streams in East Tennessee outside of the national park yes to the trout fish is that correct but well those are the ones that uh that have brook trout just brookies at add add a few hundred more that have other you know the other two species rainbows and browns so hundreds of streams it's, of trout I, fishing. I, I use the figure 600 miles there's about 600 miles of wild trout water in in, in east tennessee you know up and down east tennessee so that's more that's than a, a lifetime a, yeah. for one angler to fish it, it sure is yeah. um and one other thing i was going to throw out there um you can catch the native brookies, which they don't usually get very big, the wild ones. Right. But you can go catch up to, what is it, a, a four-pound brook trout on a trail water? Is that what the record is? Yes. I think uh, the current state record now is from the Caney Fork out in Region 3. And uh, that fish was, I think, just over four. But we've, we've sampled one. We've, we've taken one in one of our electrofishing samples from the, uh, from the Boone Tailwater. That at the time we caught it would have been a state record. It was over four pounds. So. Oh, no man. So we have that potential over here too, but typically it's going to be in the bigger systems, you know, like a tailwater, not the mountain streams. You won't get a four pounder in the mountain streams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe a 10 or 11 incher is probably where you right. ought to set your, your, your goal. They there, might fight so. harder in the mountain streams. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> go, go find out. So what what if somebody doesn't want to chase trout? There's some. Is there some smallmouth and red eye and things like that in those oh, streams oh sure yeah we've got those farther down you know um the the trout would tend to be at the higher higher elevations yeah. uh, if you come on down in the in the systems you know the nolachucky is a great uh smallmouth fishery the pigeon river over here in cock county is an outstanding and even though that's a tailwater technically it's it's probably one of the well i would consider it the best uh, smallmouth fishery that we have here in east tennessee so, and then, you know, if you go on down like Blunt County, there's a little river down that way. So what would you uh, say is your favorite, your favorite fish to chase? And, and if you had time off, where would you go? Uh, it just depends on what's going on. I'm, I'm an opportunist when it comes to fishing. It's whatever's going at the time. So that's what I'm going to go after. But I, I love trout, but stripers, smallmouth, uh, walleyes, everything. That's what yeah. I like to get. Awesome. And we're moving into the, the fall here. Don't, don't trout spawn in the fall? The brook species. and brown trout do. Those are, are those are fall spawners, yes. So good opportunity to catch those fish absolutely. coming up. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you, Jim. Thanks for jumping in here and giving us some of this information. This well, is great. You're quite welcome. Thank we'll you. We'll have to do a whole show with you sometime. Absolutely. Be glad to. Awesome. Um, Kayla, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Meet the Mountains Festival, 23rd, 24th of August, Founders Park, Johnson City, Tennessee. It's all free, a lot of music, a lot of fun. Uh, anything outdoors related is probably going to be there. Food vendors probably and yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. Gear. And uh, marketplaces that you can trade your gear and, and listen to some music and just get outside, right? That's right. 
Get outside and meet the mountains. All right, Matt, thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll uh, we'll be seeing you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. And uh, y'all have a good. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.